Ballad number thirty-eight of the Bab Ballads by W. S. Gilbert, read for LibriVox.org by Mike Stanish. Ellen McJones Aberdeen, Macpherson Conglocketty Angus MacLan, was the son of an elderly labouring man. You've guessed him a Scotsman, shrewd reader at sight, and perhaps altogether shrewd reader you're right. From the bonny blue forth to the lovely decide, round the dingwell and wraith to the mouth of the Clyde. There wasn't a child or woman or man who could pipe with conglocketty Angus MacLan. No other would wake such detestable groans with reed and with chanter, with bag and with drones. All day and all night he delighted the chills with sniggering pibrochs and jiggity rails. He'd clamber a mountain and squat on the ground and the neighbouring maidens would gather around to listen to the pipes and to gaze in his een, especially Ellen McJohn's Aberdeen. All loved their MacLan, save a Sassanic brute, who came to the highlands to fish and to shoot. He dressed him up in a highlander way, though his name was Patterson Corby Torbay. Torbay had incurred a great deal of expense to make him a Scotsman in every sense. But this is a matter you'll readily own, that isn't a question of tailors alone. A Sassanic chief may be bonly built, he may purchase a sporan, a bonnet and kilt, stick a skein in his hose, wear an acre of stripes, but he cannot assume an affection for pipes. Conglocketty's pipings all day and all night quite frenzied poor Patterson Corby Torbay. The girls were amused at his singular spleen, especially Ellen McJohn's Aberdeen, Macpherson Conglocketty Angus, my lad, with pibrochs and reels you're driving me mad. If you really must play on that cursed affair, my goodness, play something resembling an air. Boiled over the blood of Macpherson MacLan, the clan of Conglocketty rose as one man, for all were enraged at the insult I win, especially Ellen McJohn's Aberdeen. Let's show, said MacLan, to this Sassanic loon, that the bagpipes can play him a regular tune. Let's see, said MacLan, as he thoughtfully sat. In my cottage is easy, I'll practice at that. He blew at his cottage, and blew with a will, for a year, seven months, and a fortnight, until, you'll hardly believe it, MacLan, I declare, elicited something resembling an air. It was wild, it was fitful, as wild as the breeze. It wandered about into several keys. It was jerky, spasmodic, and harsh, I'm aware. But still it distinctly suggested an air. The Sassanic screamed, and the Sassanic danced. He shrieked in his agony, bellowed and pranced. And the maidens who gathered rejoiced at the scene, especially Ellen McJohn's Aberdeen. Heck gather, heck gather, heck gather around, and fill your lugs with the exquisite sound. An air for the bagpipes, beat that if you can. Hurrah for Conglocketty Angus MacLan. The fame of his piping spread over the land. Respectable widows proposed for his hand, and maidens came flocking to sit on the green, especially Ellen McJohn's Aberdeen. One morning the fidgety Sassanic swore he'd stand it no longer, he drew his claymore, and, this was, I think, in extremely bad taste, divided Conglocketty close to the waist. Oh, loud were the wailings for Angus MacLan. Oh, deep was the grief for that excellent man. The maid stood aghast at the horrible scene, especially Ellen McJohn's Aberdeen. It sorrowed poor 
Pattison, Corbett, or Bet to find them take on in a serious way. He pitied the poor little flattering birds, and solaced their souls with the following words. Oh, maidens, said Pattison, touching his hat, don't blubber, my dears, for a fellow like that. Observe, I'm a very superior man, a much better fellow than Angus MacLan. They smiled when he winked and addressed them as dears, and they all of them vowed as they dried up their tears. A pleasanter gentleman never was seen, especially Ellen McJones Aberdeen. End of Ballad 38 From the Bab Ballads, this recording is in the public domain.